Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast, where we discuss and analyze your favorite Marvel sports. From JMR Marble League to all go-do tournaments, we'll make sure you never miss the action. All Marble Sports, all the time, right here on the MSW Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast. My name is Brendan. And I'm Commander Wolf. All right, explain that one, Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for our more uh, uh, longtime fans or fans who have maybe somehow, for some reason, recently binged through the show, a long time ago, I don't remember what episode I it was, but I made a joke about, like, on episode 69, we would do an entire uh, episode in ASMR, and, well, but, like, naturally, we, like, that, like, we, like, we couldn't do that, like, that's, that, for one thing, it'd be hard to do that for an hour straight without, like, busting a gut, and, <laughs> and two, uh, like, also, like, it would kind of, like, make, I guess, our time with our guest hard, and plus, I'm, I'm pretty sure, while it's funny for a bit, it wouldn't be too funny for too long. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Uh, so yeah, there you have it. I, I, um, yeah, I just, I just wanted to put the there just, like, just let to let our most attentive viewers who did remember that know that I did not forget. I remembered somehow. that joke I made long ago. And somehow, me to at least do the intro statement with the ASMR close to the mic style. Um, anyways, guys, welcome to the show. It is episode sixty nine. Nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, October fifth. 2020. I don't say the date in the intro every time, but I should probably try to do it as much as I can. Uh, we are in October 2020. It is it's crazy, guys. We have been doing this podcast for about a year and a half, and when we hit episode 100, it will be a, about two years that we've been doing this show. So it's uh, it's mm-hmm. nice that we're gonna be. Um, it's nice that we're gonna be <laughs> uh, hitting up. It might actually 70, be over two years because uh, of next week. Well, yeah, over we- two years existing, but like if if you did a podcast per week, which is what we try to do, it would be pretty much two years because we miss a few weeks and stuff. So. And also, we did we'd bi-weekly for the first few weeks, the first few episodes, actually. Yeah, yeah, we did that because I was just busy, and it was like, it would take me a long time to edit yeah. and stuff, but you know what? Whatever. All right, we're back here with the show, episode 69. Nice! Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing nice. that every time we say it. Um, and yeah, so uh, in my life, what's happened? So in my life last week on Saturday... Uh, which is only a couple days ago, I uh, I did uh, I went out to the golf course. I went out to the golf course. Great weather. Um, I surprised it was such great weather, but it was still uh, nice and warm for uh, for uh, October day. And I shot uh, uh, eighteen holes with a couple of friends, and it was fun. It was uh, it was great. It was it was awesome to get out of my house for and do something for like six hours we had to walk the whole time we didn't have a golf club i mean a golf cart sorry i said golf club we did have golf clubs uh we we had a, a no cart so we had to walk the whole time but it was still fun anyway i did win the game uh by two points over my friend and then by many points over my other friend but uh it was it was just a lot of fun um i'm a decent golfer i still i think i had a better overall game i think this time i usually average about seven shots Seven shots per hole. Um, sometimes I'll get like a ten, and sometimes I'll get like a four. I got one four, 
and a few bunch of sixes. So not bad uh, for someone who doesn't even play golf. Um, but yeah, it was it was great. Uh, and yeah, that's that's the extent of of my my past week. College has been pretty much taking up all my my other time. Um, and you know, I of course watched the uh, JMR video in the past week and saw how bad red number three did. But uh, we'll save that for later in the show. Uh, surprisingly, I also have a golf story. So uh, on Friday, uh, some one of my brothers and his girlfriend came into town, and so uh, along with my co- one of my cousins, we went to Top Golf. And, oh, I love uh, Top Golf. Yeah. The, the interesting thing about this is like, um, so my my brother is actually decent at golf. Um, nice. his golfing ranges, and like, um, my cousin is really good in a lot of practice. But uh, and my and his and my brother's girlfriend like. I could tell from watching her, she's like has like no experience at all, and I'm I'm pretty <laughs> bad at golfing. However, I want like what happened was my brother, at the end of the game, got seven points. His girlfriend got fifty one. My cousin got seventy two, and then somehow by some twist of fate, I got a hundred and forty four. Like I and what doubled, game? and just just the the, the regular top golf basic game. Well, were you he, shooting he was, it far or what? I, I got I got a blue and then two whites in a row. So that, two whites in a row. Damn that that is waff. That is crazy waff yeah. right there. Like I I suddenly I just suddenly figured like this is how I'm supposed to golf. I finally figured it out. Dude, that's awesome, dude. I I uh, hitting the white feels good. When you can hit the white, it's nice. Um, I mean I mean for me anyway for golf, I can hit it pretty far. I can put power into it, but I slice yeah. like every time, and it's the worst. But uh, the black target, I still haven't hit the black target. It's like the, the it's weight. It's like all the way in the back. You mean like the 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 kind of this flat kind of like yeah just back yeah like, of it's it. like it's like a rectangle of like yeah. um black target. It's like but it's like it's like an extra fifty five yards or something away from the white target. So like I've never I've never seen it. I don't think any of us have ever made it close to it. But like. I've hit it twice. It's crazy. I hit it twice. I, I went really? to Top Golf last year. I hit it twice um, with my friend. Um, I was just on that day. I, I, those were balls I didn't even slice that much. It was uh, it was nice. I when I went that day, I hit the white a bunch of times. I would hit. I was hitting around the white a lot. Uh, what, what what deck were you on? Were you on lowest deck or like top two? The, the lowest deck. Oh, so you were hitting from the lowest that far. That's good. I was on second, I think, second deck when I hit back. So I guess that's kind of cheating. I mean, it's not it, – it, that well, that it, doesn't actually change the distance that much. So Yeah, it doesn't. Um, it's, it's, it's meant to be farther back, so, like, it, it, it makes up for the difference. Yeah, yeah it, it, it does just about. It's a little bit easier, I'd say, but not that much easier at all. So hitting you also, the back you also see – you can see the targets better, too. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, dude. Hey, golfing's a lot of fun in both ways, and that's kind of like the sport right now. Um, since uh, well, some some states have allowed co- more contact sports, and of course, like NFL football is a thing. But like, you know, like like a lot of the more contact sports are not allowed in all places because of the virus. So golf has been the thing, and um, it's been a lot of. Oh man, I just like choked on myself while I was saying that. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, you guys, on yourself. Uh, just like kind of like a like hicked up, hiccup or something when I was saying that. So. Uh, that's that's enough intro, guys. All right, we have not mentioned many Marvel-related things, uh, so we're gonna have to go do that today. Usually would be a half-host episode, but we've had it. We're having a guest on who has tried to be on for a long time and can only make it like tonight. And if it's not tonight, it may be never. So uh, yeah, we're gonna they've been waiting for him. 13 months. They're the fourth ever guest request that we ever really? got for. Yeah, Did the I just fourth miss ever. That? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, they're in a very different time zone, and so yeah. it like it, it, so this is like the perfect opportunity. And plus, we didn't have a guest last week, 
Which so this kind of makes up for that. Yeah, yeah, it makes up for that, and uh, we'll uh, plow ahead into the news, see what Johnny Marble has to say, and we'll see you on the other side, talking marbles, talking fantasy uh, teams, talking some Nats Marb even, and maybe I'll throw in some. I'll probably, if we if we run short, I'll throw in some comments about the racing marble uh, league. Um, uh, channel, which you go, should all go check out. Great quality. Um, and into my opinion, it, it rivals Marbula One's quality. Not the editing, because of course uh, JMR has amazing editing and graphics right now. But the as far as the quality of the videos, yeah, it's just almost just as good. So go check out Racing Marble League if you haven't already on YouTube. Uh, I do the commentary, but that's not why I'm saying it's good. It's very well done. It's very high production value, and uh, we will see you on the other side with some Marble Sports. Sports fans, I am Johnny Marble, and as always, I'm coming to you for MSW. Let's jump right into the news. Race 4 of Marble Rally 2020 was an even more challenging race than the last, with even wetter sand causing more drag. It was a struggle to finish, but in the end, Cobra achieved their first career win in the Marble Rally, followed by Slimer in second and Ghost Plasma taking third home. Unfortunately though for Crazy Cat's Eyes, they bumped into Nemo and got stuck right at the finish line, missing an opportunity to even grab a few points. Moving over to Nasmarb now, we return to the hyperspeedway for the Wolf 500. Only this time, it was much wilder. Seemingly invigorated by their past experiences with this track, the racers drove even more aggressively than before, resulting in several cars either falling or being pushed off of the track. Spitzer was unfortunately unable to make it past the second heat, but they did still manage to take place in the top half. On a more positive note though, Quillo managed to make it to the final heat of the race, along with Streamer and Woodpecker. Woodpecker was out to an early lead, and though the other two racers tried their best, they couldn't stop Woodpecker from taking first place, leaving Streamer to claim second and Quillo to take third. One more thing to mention though, is that Streamer's new car for this race was representing childhood cancer awareness you can bid on it if you so choose. The link is in the description of NASMARB Race 5, and all of the proceeds will go to the St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. The bidding ends October 10th at 7.47pm, so it's not a lot of time left. If you want to own a piece of NASMARB history and support a good cause, you know where to go. And finally, we have race number 4 of the Racing Marbles League, the Beaverton Corners Course, and it was very interesting indeed. At one point in the race, Marbulus Aronatus suddenly disappeared without a trace, like a magician or something. Upon reviewing the footage, Marbulus got stuck somewhere in the launch tower after going through the marble booster, and only managed to get unstuck four laps later. Not quite how I expected the first lap marble to happen, but that's marble racing for you. The race continued without any more strange occurrences, and in the end, Crimson Lady took first, with T-Bot getting second, and Panda getting close third. So hey, a lot of stuff has happened in the Marble Sports world, and I've just filled you in. I've been Johnny Marble, you have been the best fans in the world! Let's kick it back 
and continue on with the podcast. Welcome back from <laughs> what the frick was that from the news, everybody. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, thank you, Johnny Marvel, from a, for another exciting uh, version of Marvel Force News with Johnny Marvel. A version. Um, it is. It's just another. It's another example of Johnny Marvel bringing that excitement, and that's what we love to hear. Um, we're here today, episode sixty-nine. Nice. Um. In the bulk of the episode now, and we have a guest on. This guest has uh, been listening for a long time and has yet to guest on. So, knowing that he is a first-time guest, his name is Bakshuma, by the way. That's how he will go by during this episode. We have to ask him the age-old first-time guest question. We're going to say it all together on three. I'm going to count down from three walks well, so actually, we can do this. Should introduce himself, I guess, first? You know what? That's going to be part of his... Well, how do you get into Marvel Sports is, is all the introduction we need. All right, all right, I figured all right. He would, I figured he would fill that in, Waff, as he would go. He's, I okay. mean, he's not going to be like... He's going to be like, yeah, this my is just, Buck Shuma. I grew up in... This isn't, just, this isn't how we Australia, normally do it. Australia, Antarctica. You know, I got into Marvel Sports, blah, blah. So he'll, we'll oh. do the... I, I just figured the whole introduction kind of comes with the question. So <laughs> let's ask it on three. Ready? Okay. Three, two, one... How did How you, get, did you into get into Marble Sports? You really suck at that. Is there's a delay? Okay. <laughs> okay, fine. Anyway, Bakshima, tell us how did you get into Marble Sports, and tell us about yourself as well, like introductions. Okay, I'm Bakshima. Um, the way I got into Marble Sports is almost the same as everyone else. Um, came up on my YouTube recommended. It actually came up when I just downloaded YouTube on my Xbox. So then it came up with heaps of new videos I hadn't watched, and luckily enough, the Marble Olympics 2017 final event was the one was one of them that came up I, I was very intrigued so of course i pressed on it and yeah awesome awesome very cool. and uh so you you're for the first um the first videos that you saw were they uh sand marble rally or um marble league uh well the first videos i saw on marble league so i picked out my team the oceanics funnily enough the last video was event 12 of the 2017 marble league the fact was the first video i watched and my brother decided to pick the arrangers and then they went on to win the whole marble league in that event so yeah nice and what are you a fan of marble league wise um so i'm a fan of the oceanics um, in the Marble League, and then Sam Marborelli, I'm a Ghost Plasma fan. Ah, all right, all right. Oh, I like Ghost Plasma. Ghost Plasma's been up and down, right? We got, like, what is he? Like, he got first, and then 19th, 20th, and then second, or something like that. So he's been yeah, he's been up and down. Um, so you want to tell us, uh, I, I always love to know, uh, you got, JMR-wise, you got Marble Rally, you got Marble League, you got Marbula 1. Which one, uh, actually, best way to ask this, rate them best to worst um i know they're all amazing but if you had to see one go what would that be and if you had to see one stay no matter what state or when what would that be if i had to see one go it would probably be the sand marble rally because yeah it's just it, i don't find it as interesting because the events there's no real 
diversity compared to a marbula one would probably come in second because there's a bit of diversity in the tracks and stuff like that and okay. of course you get the marble league teams and then marble league has to come first because like heaps of different events and all of that stuff that comes with it and the teams and the fan bases yeah yeah i couldn't i couldn't agree more um part of me d- is also kind of I like Sand Marble Rally for its uniqueness, and so part of me is like Marbula 1 maybe to go first, but Sand Marble Rally is also shorter videos, so it's like I want all that marble action, you know what I'm saying? So I, I see you. And, and you know, it, it gets kind of repetitive because Marbula 1 can switch up the track, but it's harder to do in the sand um, to switch up the track. So, yeah, uh, th- yeah, I agree with your answer. Um, man, something just came into my mind that I wanted to say, and I completely lost it. Um but yeah, wow. Now I'm just drawing a blank. So and anyway, Waf, are you, uh, what do you think? What do you think? Are you? Uh, I don't think we've ever asked you this. Which one would you see go from the three? Uh, of the three, um, uh, like uh, uh, M1's uh, rally or league. Uh, that's a tough one, actually. I'm mm. not really. Hmm. Which one? I mean, I'm hoping it's not Marble League. I'm assuming it's obviously, 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 <laughs> obviously. Yeah. But like, like on the one hand, Mar like M1 has more track variety, but it's not. It's it's shorter, and it can become a bit repetitive. But then, so then, then so can Mar- Marble yeah, Rally. So can it's hard to say, man. I think I, I, I might pick. I'm I'm more of a fan of the of the Marble League team, so I guess that that's one advantage that M1 has. So I guess if I had to pick, I guess it would be Marble Rally. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I could see people saying Marble One for that too. It's kind of like back and forth. Uh, but anyway, um, I do want to ask uh, Bakshima one more non-Marble question. Um, it, you have a amazing accent. I have to say, Bakshima. It's just uh, I, I love it. Uh, I uh, now. So can you tell us where you're from? Because I, I don't remember. Okay, this is a bit of a strange one. So I'm from Australia, but I've had a lot of people tell awesome. me with accents, like a bit, like got a bit of like Southern English as well. So it's definitely got that British accent, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> that's where like my family heritage is from, and yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I really, I don't know, the accent is just kind of nice to listen to, definitely. Um, I know. Always, always a, I'm always a sucker for the British, the British accent. Anyways, uh, now that we've we've covered our bases, uh, uh, introduction wise, we should jump right into the past events uh, yes. of this week. We had another Marble Rally race, race three, uh, to continue with season five. Here we are uh, one fourth of the way through the season. There are twelve races this year. Um, they they used to do eight, but they went back up to twelve. So there is that. And so, um, with that, I think the best way to start off, we will obviously integrate in discussion on every aspect of the race, but we want to start off um, discussing uh, fantasy teams. We do want to update you on how that's doing, and so you, it kind of just gives you a good uh, understanding of, of where marbles are at as well. So, Waf, wow, you want to go first? Tell us the points uh, call for your team this past yeah. week. Oh, well, first of all, I, I realized like, um, on last week's episode, Towards the end, I th- forgot that I had Super Bowl on my list, and so I was like, "Why did I not pick Super Bowl?" I was like, "You did yeah, pick Super you Bowl, not? you idiot! What are you talking about?" Like, I, I I realized it like like two days later when I'm like at work. It's like, wait a minute, what? What? <laughs> but 
just, Super Bowl just, is a yeah, good just to clarify, I, I figured it out fairly quickly. But uh, this was my worst haul so far. I got only got 25 points, which is Not the good. lowest I've gotten. Yeah. Red number three, uh, uh, Super Bowl still has, like, actually has the highest total, even with its two times multiplier of like 70. But, like, Nemo is just continuing to perform as Nemo has always done. I I really I only picked Nemo because like, I really like Nemo and I want Nemo to do good, but I understood that like that was a massive gamble that was most likely not going to pay off. Uh, the number three obviously has not been doing very good, so uh, didn't get anything there. No, yeah. Uh, Slimer didn't, I didn't, I don't remember Slimer doing very good either. And El Capitan think he did okay. El Capitan has been okay this year. I think... I think that he's going to do better over the course of the, I do. I, I do think he's going to do better over the course of this um, this year. But we're going to have to wait, and we're going to have to see. Um, points haul for me, 52 on the race, my lowest so far. So 78 race one, 75 race two, 52 race three. I have 205 Dang. points total. I've dropped back to 30th overall. I'm um, in 109th. Ooh, wow, you are struggling back there, buddy. Yeah. Um, good thing NASMARP's going well for you. Um, anyways, uh, Super Bowl continues to be my top points leader. My, his overall score is no multiplier. If we take the multiplier away, his overall score from the past three races is 35. Crazy Cat's Eye, 31. Um, El Capitan has been better than Red Number 3 and Comet. As I expected, El Capitan has been consistently... Uh, consistent racer the past uh, few years sits in tenth overall with a five five and an eight. Honestly, I'm not complaining because El Capitan is yet to have a DNF, and not having a DNF three races one fourth of the way through San Marble Rally is actually quite an impressive thing to do. There's not there's it's really narrowed down. You have Comet, you have Red Number Three, you have Black Knight, you have El Capitan. You have Duct Tape, Pollo Loco, Quicksilver, and then the top three currently, Cool Moody, Super Bowl, and Ghost Plasma. Those are the only marbles. That's about half of the marbles who have yet to DNF. I'm surprised yeah. Red Number 3 hasn't. I'm surprised Comet hasn't. But uh, it's good to see that um, actually all, besides Crazy Cat's Eye, unfortunately, the rest of my fantasy team has yet to DNF yet, and I will take it. And now Capitan with a points haul of 18... Um, that's about half, uh, a little bit under half a Super Bowls. It's not bad, considering that Super Bowl is probably the best uh, San Mar- well, Actually, objectively, right now, the best San Mar- Rally racer. I know Cool Moody's in first, but Super Bowl's past years have, uh, and his second place currently, I think he's the best racer overall in the yeah. San Mar- Rally this year. So um, eyes on him, eyes on Crazy Cat's Eye. Uh, I the points have been going downhill for me, but I'm hoping that Super Bowl and Crazy Cat's Eye and El Capitan put things together here in race four. And I have to be honest with you, we're going to talk to Bakshuma in a second about uh, his uh, his favorite favorites to win this year. But I do want to say this one thing. I want to say this. I think that after race four, which is tomorrow, that is that is it for Red Number Three, in my opinion. If he does not perform well tomorrow, if he DNFs, if he places under eighth, all right, if he if he has any lackluster performance tomorrow, then I think we can officially, at least in my opinion, call red number three not a front runner this year. And I can't believe I'm saying that, but it's true. 
Because that would be one fourth through the season, one fourth of the um, one third, sorry, one third of the way through the season, and we have yet to see Red Number Three at all produce any performance worthy of mentioning. Yeah. I, so we're going to see I, what happens tomorrow. We are. We are. I, I, I don't think we're going to see anything coming from Red Three. I think Super Bowl is going to be. The ch- I think Super Bowl has got like a really good chance this year. I think Super Bowl's got it in the bag almost. Yeah, I, well, we, I think well, Cool Moody's still up there. Ghost Plasma, yeah, still that's true. Loud. It is still young, but like, I'm... but as far as Red Number Three goes, it's it tomorrow. He needs to, in my opinion, if he doesn't top five, then I'm not looking at him anymore. All right. Anyway, to back Schumer now, we're gonna ask him. We're gonna ask him a, a bunch of questions. We'll, uh, we'll have to throw them all at him and see what sticks. Um, back Schumer, I want a few things from you, San Marble Rally wise. Here, I want you to first um, uh, start off with uh, telling your 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 su- talking about your surprises over the course of these twenty racers. Which marbles are definitely underperform- underperforming in your eyes, and which marbles are like, wow, I didn't think they would do that well. And then after that, I, I, I was wondering if you could. Uh, we are one fourth of the way through the season, so but it's still pretty early. So I'm wondering if maybe because uh, you don't have a fantasy team officially, if you could if you could pick five marbles right now that you think would give you the best points haul over the rest of the season, who would they be? So uh, favorites, um, well, not favorites, surprises. Over the first three races, as far as performance, and then uh, five you would pick for the rest of the season. Um, let's hear what you have to say on that. Okay, for first for the surprises, I think everyone would be saying that Cool Moody is a massive surprise. Of course, yeah, absolutely, that's absolutely. something that you definitely can't disagree with. Um, another bit of a surprise, uh, I think not as well would be uh, of course red number three as well as uh comet was expected to do a bit better this year sort of but sitting down there in 16th at the moment comet yeah and it's funny to me um if i could cut in for a second it's funny to me that Comet, Comet is the one who brought the fame to JMR that brought five hundred thousand followers at that one day when they trended yeah. on Twitter, and Comet has not—he's not that great. Cool Moody, by no. the way, um, uh, Comet, by the way, scored tenth last year. Not terrible. C- cool Moody eighth last year, not bad. And actually, going to quickly check twenty eighteen because um, I want to just get a good kind of. Uh, I, I didn't think I'd be checking Cool Moody. Honestly, this is a surprise to me as well. Um, cool Moody, you're looking at in 2018. I don't think he... Oh, where, where is he? I don't even think he raced in 2018. No, Cool Moody yeah. came in in 2019. Yeah, he didn't even... Yeah, so he... Well, I, I mean... Well, then I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess in some way he's surprising, but he did get eighth in his first time ever out there. So maybe you could say we just haven't seen enough of him, and I think we should... We should Maybe reserve our judgment for a moment because he—if uh, it's only one year in for him—I think he could have a chance to show that he is—he is there to race. Um, uh, we'll have to see. Yeah, I think Cool Moody was totally underrated last year with eighth, but sort of people like thought that he did a lot worse than that. Um, yeah, you didn't really notice him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like he didn't really come to the forefront ever. Um, I always found the name Cool Moody a little weird, like a little bit over the top like marbly mcmarble face is another name that i'm like okay i don't that's just too much for me um so i never really paid attention to him i was like eh, whatever 
But hey, you know what? I mean, he might be a racer to to be on the lookout for. Um, uh, if you were to pick a winner this year, who is it? Who's going to win Sand Marble Rally 2020? This is a tough one. At the moment, Cool Moody's got a six-point lead, so it's sort of that's a decent enough lead. But I wouldn't be surprised if someone like Crazy Cat's Eye or Dragon's Egg or Dragon's Egg becomes another double champion, I think, or Crazy Cat's Eye uh, gets like a ch- their first championship because they're still they're tied fourth, only ten points behind Cool Moody at the moment. And then there's Super yeah. Bowl and Ghost Plasma, which are in second and third place, who are both on thirty five points. Who are yeah. still got so we're still close enough. I think all the way down to tenth are still like quite a chance to win the championship. Like others can like possibly do it but they would need a very good like a pretty much a miracle to get there compared to well yeah i mean like i don't know if i necessarily say it's a miracle now because there is still a lot of racing left that it's not like that's true impossible for anybody to win it like it's still technically possible for nemo to win it if they really try if they really made a made a comeback yeah but like I do. What, I do what you're. I do what, get what you're saying because normally I think it's wishful thinking with yeah, Nemo. Yeah, I think he's yeah. just too new to the. He's too new. He's too novice to the world of. Well, San no, Nemo's Marble been Rock. here almost since the beginning. Really? Yeah. Have I just not noticed the guy? Look, 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 click on Nemo real quick, and you'll see that they've been here. I think at least since 2017. I think. Oh wow! I okay. Yeah. Well, I'll take back what I said. Um, I just never noticed him. Yeah, the, the, Nemo is not a, a well-known marble at all. It's. Or at least not relatively. Now, now how no. many times did he... So, yeah, he was in all all every time. Well, no, he didn't... He wasn't in 2019. He did... That's why I didn't Showdown, notice him, probably. I because I didn't yeah. I didn't closely follow stats as far as uh, um, racers go until 2019. That's when I started to really develop an understanding for all the different players in San Rally. Mm-hmm. Before, I was kind of just watch it haphazardly. So, yeah, like, um, yeah, yeah, definitely at this point um yeah i wouldn't have noticed nemo because it yeah. wasn't there 2019 but uh yeah it's good i, I do get your, yeah right? i do get your chance. saying Bakshima. like there is generally a, when a trend starts forming in these standings it normally follows that trend mostly to the end so like Maybe. those back marble so it does like even though it is still early on you're right that it does still like it is pretty much set in stone that the top half is the only ones who have a chance of winning and so like it so it would, I guess, I do get the whole point, of like it being a miracle, because it it is still like super unlikely that the back marbles can break this trend. But I mean, I think we've seen crazier things happen. No, before. no, no. You know what? And I, I just, I disagree with that, actually, Mister Waff. I'm gonna come right at you with a disagree. Nice. Okay. Um, because I think that I think that every marble from from Blazing Fireball in twentieth place right now to Cool Moody in first has ample ample opportunity to make the moves at the right times because because in 12 right in 12 races in 12 races every marble every marble from 1 to 20 in 12 races on average will dnf two to three times that is a fact that is other you can look at the stats on the past two uh tournaments that have 12 races and the past two that have an eight because an average of eight is about one to two and you and it is an objective fact that every marble on the board right now will DNF at least two to three times over the course of the twelve races. And you know what that tells me? 
that tells me that on those races that that D, that the uh the the good players DNF cuz they will there's a that's the time if you're in the back you certainly have a chance cuz there's going to be a time when cool moody's not even racing cuz he's out in the first jump or whatever or first turn he's already on the side of the course same with super bowl ghost plasma dragon egg crazy cat side to throw out the top 5 so Cobra, Nemo, Slimer, they all have a chance if they take advantage of the DNFs that happened. Okay, all right. They will happen. They will happen. They tell me that it, the, the, every marble is it will DNF once. There's like one they, or they, two most that, will, likely, that yeah. will come yeah. through unscathed. So there is opportunity. It is It is not a, now. Now, are there marbles that are just not as good? Yes, Nemo is pretty bad, low-key, okay? But... Can't deny um, it. Blazing Fireball is pretty garbage too. Yeah, like Blazing Fireball is bad. Cobra's not the best. Slimer's up and down. I mean, yes, but they have a chance. They always, they, they definitely do. They have do. a chance. Fair enough. Fair right? enough. And they could make that move uh, there. And 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 to speak with that, any marble in top ten right now, especially only one fourth of the way through the competition, any marble in top ten can be a winning marble. El Capitan has just as much of a chance as of right now as Cool Moody. It's just, just the way it is. We're early. When we get to mm-hmm. race 10 or race, ni- race 9, when we get to race 9, I'm going to say it's going to kind of shorten up to the top 6. Yeah. But for right now, any marble, especially in the top 10, has as much chance as any other to take a victory and, and bring this one home. So I wouldn't be surprised if Cool Moody is not in first like four races from now. I, I would I wouldn't. But in any, in any event, um, that's my thoughts on that. Bakshima, let's uh, let, maybe let's jump to the other question I had for you. Five marbles, pick them. If you had to make a fantasy right now, because you didn't, uh, you weren't able to make one at the beginning. What five marbles would you pick right now? And if you just name the top five, that's foolish and uh, don't do that because <laughs> that wouldn't be fun. <laughs> um, but anyway, go ahead. Name 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 your top five. Okay, so if I was to pick like five marbles for a fantasy team, I would probably go three marbles from that current top five of Super Bowl, Ghost Plasma, and Crazy Cat's Eye. Mm-hmm. And I think I'll also go two marbles that are a bit further down. I would have got, I would go El Capitan and Lollipop, which is 10th oh, and 11th okay. right now. I think Lollipop could still do well, have a few good races. I think oh, in one of yeah. the earlier races. She came out strong. She came out with 12 points. She came out with 12 points. That is a fourth place finish in the first race. The yeah. first race is, I think, where you really see what marbles are going to be able to make comebacks. And Lollipop, with a with a 12th place finish in the first race, she suffered a DNF, but it happens. I think that uh, she has every opportunity to at least uh, make her way up into the top five or top seven over the course of the next few races. So I, I actually uh, I like that. I like that pick. Lollipop has been here since 2017, right? Hmm. I don't know. I don't. I'll take a look. Um, I can't remember what the record is. Like, yeah, she, she's they, been they're, here. They're decent. She failed to qualify in 2019, so that's why I forget about her. Mediocre season 2018. 10th um, overall in 2017, so not bad. Um, middle of the road. Middle of the road, but I mean, coming out, she's experienced. That's what it shows. And coming yeah. out 12, uh, 12 points, so that's fourth place in the first race. Well, that's that shows that that she knows what she's doing. So I would say uh, that w- I would say that is a valid that is a valid pick. I think uh, every marble here five. has at least three years of experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, Super Bowl does not. Super Bowl came in twenty. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And he got third uh, third twice, and now he's here. So, uh, yeah, 
Um, I like your picks. I would. I. Uh, I know you're a Ghost Plasma fan, so that pick is sensible. Honestly, I think Dragon's Egg is a more consistent racer than Ghost Plasma. I do, mm-hmm. but I think your picks are still valid. I wish I had picked Dragon's Egg instead of Comet. It was a bad pick on my part, but uh, it can't can't turn back time now. But uh, yeah, I am. I uh, and I think El Capitan's a smart pick, and of course Superbone Crazy Cat's either my multiplier. So. Actually, my good a good stratification right there. Um, and honestly, maybe you should just write those down and keep those uh, keep the numbers on them and see how they do. Cause um, that's a good that's a good five team right there. That's a good five team. Um, and and I think it's smart to leave out Cool Moody here. And the only reason I say that is because he's only been racing one year, so we don't know what kind of racer he is. We don't know what's going to happen with Cool Moody this year. He could wait, be cool, first wait, really? the whole time. He's only raced for one year. What? I right? he competed in twenty nineteen. That's it. Huh? I didn't know he they finished were eighth new. overall twenty eighteen. So he's new. We don't know anything about him. We don't know where he's gonna go. He was mediocre last year. So I'd say we just have to wait and see. I don't know. I don't know. We we will have to. Uh, I don't know. I feel like Komudi's not gonna hold first. I can't see Super Bowl, Ghost Plasma, Dragon's Egg, Crazy Cat's Eye. Those are veteran racers right there. That's four veteran racers in the top five. You think Cole Moody is going to be able to hold out against all those four for the next, I don't know, God knows how long, four races? No, I don't think so. But we, we, we will see. Anyway, on to the uh, second aspect of talking uh, Sand Marble Rally for the week, track design. We got a new track this week. Um, and Waf, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that or Bakshuma, uh, if you guys want to go first, but I want to hear what you think about this week's track as it's doing. I will, uh, put it up on the YouTube. If you're watching the YouTube, so you can get another glimpse of the track while they talk. Uh, yeah. So, uh, this track is definitely better than the first one. Uh, I like, like, um, Greg mentioned like how like, the rain made it, uh, uh, you could see the rain. Yeah. It made, it made it strong. It made both, it made it both more, had more integrity. It was so it held together better and it didn't fall apart. So marbles weren't DNFing as much, but because of how wet it was, it also stuck to the marbles more, and that causes a lot more drag and air resistance. And so yeah, marbles were slow late in the race. Yeah, like. especially at the ending there with Ghost Plasma, like that was like they they got so that lucky. They got so lucky though. They, they, they managed to, they they could have lost so many more places than that, but they only lost one. I will say but, at the beginning of the race though. Sorry to cut in. I just want to mention it while I saw it. Beginning of the race, there was not there is not any sign of like really strict barriers on the sides at the beginning. It started to pick up about twenty seconds in, but but for a while there, it was it, it, there were not that many clear barriers on the sides. It was very low, almost like almost like a gully instead of like an actual mm-hmm. um, walls on either sides. Um, and that was that was weird to look at. It don't for like for like a second when I was watching, you almost couldn't even tell that it was a track. You really couldn't. Um, I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, but I guess um the other thing that I was still about was like was like they threw the, like they, they threw pretty much everything almost everything they had at this one like they threw the spinning gate back in which I don't know how like spinning I, I think <laughs> and then the, the collection area which I think was the biggest change up but like like Marvels could really get slowed down there that that's actually a brilliant idea collection area br- you mean that wooden square. Yeah, I, I can't. They used it before, but it's been a long time. Like that's a brilliant obstacle and allows for so much more position changing than it normally is able to happen in Sam in Marble Rally. So that's pretty cool. You have the the classic chevrons, of course, 
And then they brought they had like um, multiple sections, I think two or three, where they split into two different lanes. So like this is the most very it was much more varied than the la- the track from races one and two. It was much more fun to watch, and definitely much more unique. Yeah, I I agree. Um, uh, back to you, my thoughts on the track, and then I'll give some more. Okay, this would be a bit biased coming from a Ghost Plasma fan, but I think that the ending was, like, all, a lot of the track actually was really slow. Um, and to see that it, it's the race only went for two minutes, which is shorter than lots of other races we've had, but the it seemed really slow compared to the other Marble Rally races we've had this season and past seasons uh, up at the ending part. Like, not just the final straight, but, like, near the ending where they had some of the extra obstacles as well. It seemed a lot slower around up to the turns as well. Yeah, I'm looking at the end here uh, where Ghost Plasma stopped, and I will say this. Even if he hadn't stopped, he still would have had third place because uh, Quicksilver was much faster through that last uh, couple of feet, um, and... Uh, I'll actually try to slow it down here on the YouTube so you guys can take a look. Playback speed will put it down to 0.5. You can see here, look at this. You you can see here, Go yeah, Quicksilver was fast. And Go- Ghost Plasma did stop yeah. right after Quicksilver passed well, him, but Quicksilver was faster. And so, I mean, yes, yeah. yes, you make a good argument, and you're right. The track was a little slow in places. I think the rain affected that. Yeah. And I think in general, to prevent future problems they should really be careful about making sure the end line is is as steep as possible because you don't want a situation where right at the end of the track ghost plasma stops and then all of a sudden he hits a stroke of bad luck and all of a sudden he's seventh place from third yeah but at least in this situation i i think ghost plasma fans should rest easy because he was getting third anyway yeah, it's yeah. definitely getting third anyway. I think uh, Quicksilver would have made an overtake at the line anyway. But um, yeah. some I good think... sportsmanship from Cole Moody. <laughs> yeah, I think. Oh that... yeah, the nudge of a long. Yeah. <laughs> I think that could have been a lot worse for Ghost Plasma. That could have gone if it wasn't for that nudge from Cole Moody. That could have ended up in like sixth or seventh place. Yeah. So yeah, a bit of luck at the end there. You can see from the, all, all the marbles were slow towards the end there. Like, it, like the the, the buildup of the sand just finally gets to them. Like, like these wetter races, they like you always at the end of the gate. You see, th- there's so much sand on them. Like after racing for so long, they just like it. Just this is how it ends up happening. Like they just they have so much drag. It's really hard to keep their momentum going. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And and if you look at the ending shots here, there's a clear yeah, bit of sand just on these marbles just man some of them are just completely covered like the darker marbles you can see how much sand is actually on them it is it is uh man it's rough out there especially when it's wet and that's going to slow marbles down and especially with all that extra weight i'm sure it's tough to roll so ghost plasma just suffered there a little bit um good thing he stayed out in front and got um got third though um i will talk about the track here a little bit i will say this um i like the uh track design this time more than the track design in the first two races do i like the track design in this in this uh this race six out of ten that's what i give it but do i like it more than the first race which was about a five out of ten yes i do there were a there were three different instances where the track split which was nice, and there was a couple instances when the track split, which was actually a good five seconds of split track. 
That's what I like. Now, I wish they could split it into maybe like three lanes for like 20 seconds. I think that would really make the split track sections more meaningful. Because right now, if you just split for five seconds and come back, it's not going to change that much. It's, a, it's splitting for a long time where there's a long stretch that marbles aren't dealing with other competitors and only dealing with certain ones or things like that. That's where the switches are going to start to be meaningful. So I think they should really divide that track into two lanes, three lanes for a good 20 to 30 seconds at a go instead of many little ones. That's what I think about. Um, will they do that? I don't know. But I think they, they that would be better. I Have they um, ever done three lanes before? I've, like, I know they've done the lanes. crisscrossing. I don't never think they've ever done, done three. Lanes. Never done three lanes. I don't know if they will. Um, maybe it, maybe it will be hard. I don't know. But I want to see the lanes be. I want to see wide lanes that exist for a long time, so we can really let races develop in their own lanes. That, in my opinion, would be great. I don't know why they don't do that. Oh, I no, like no. the chevrons. Um, uh, here, go ahead, Wolf, and then I'll. I was, up. I was just saying, like, like I, I don't know if they used to do wider tracks in this, like, or like wider like um ditches, but like. Like, I remember, like, I think the steeplechase, like, had wider tracks. Like, I think something, like, like something I really liked from, uh, that I really like currently, uh, from the Racing Marbles League is, like, in their tracks, they have this, like, recently these races have, like, these, um, this really wide section of, like, four lanes that allows the marbles to really get good, get wide and, like, try and pass each other. I think that's, that would, like, having a, a really wide section for the mar for Marble Rally would be good, too. I think like, they have wider sections, definitely, but maybe yep. like make it like maybe half an inch or maybe a, a whole a whole inch added to like one section for a little bit, just to really excuse me give them a wide berth. I think that could get something interesting. And actually, of course, like that doesn't really it won't really change much if the marbles aren't close enough to each other to actually do any passing in the first place, which is a fair thing. It's like, but like assuming that they are able to keep together, which they were able to do pretty well at least for the front, of the, like the. I think the three quarters of the pack in this race, then like wh those wider sections could be places where a lot of sw um, switching can happen. No. Yeah. Agreed. I think you worded it well. And I hope we see those features in the future. Uh, Boxuma, back to you. I want to hear any features, any unseen features that you want to see in future Santa Marble rally courses. Well, they've used up like a lot of obstacles before in like previous years that haven't been used this year, but this last course had quite a lot of obstacles actually as well. Um, I think there's uh, some obstacles that could be used, it's like some extra obstacles. So we've had like splits and signs and chevrons and stuff like that. But I think some more actual hairpin turns, not as much of an obstacle, but more sharp turns uh, could make the race a lot different um, and slow down the race without making it so slow that it comes down to a crawl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I agree. I agree. The difficulty, of course, is same Marble Rally. It's on the hill, um, instead of like in Marbula One, where it's where you can kind of like like you know make those hairpins and turn in every direction. Same Marble Rally is kind of downhill in one area, so um, of course there's some limitations. But I think some more work on the turns, maybe even getting some Marbula One track in there for a little bit. I mean, it is Marble Rally. There is no rules. There are none. That say that you have to have sand there the whole time. And honestly, <laughs> if you get some marble rally track out there where the marbles drop out of the sand onto track and you could like use little 
little poles to keep the track up, get a hairpin going, get some backwards movement, and all of a sudden empty out into the sand again, then I think that would keep it interesting. That would make the track memorable. Because I got to be honest, this track was better than the first race. It was better than the second race. They were the same one. But I'm not remembering this track by the time we get to San Marble Rally next year. I'm not going to be like, oh, remember the race three track? No. But if they, if they add some other track types in there for a moment even, for like five seconds, then I'm going to remember that that type of track. That I'm going to remember that race even into next year. That's going to be a memorable moment. Waf. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Like, like, like we've seen them. Like, like just in this race, they had that like wooden block or, or stone block or whatever like for the collection area and then like in past races like they've had like the uh the bri- the wooden bridge with the hole in it like they've they've shown that like they're yeah. okay with using but those are like those are like, brief moments but that does still show that they're okay with having non-sand stuff there and i think it would be cool like to have like to mix up the track because like again they changed the name from sand marble rally to marble rally for a reason right like sure like i, I could have sworn that the point of that was like they were going to do stuff that's not that's just what we sand. thought that's what we thought. When the name is it, is when it, the name change memorable? happened, we were sure that there was going to be some sort of change in in the terrain at some point. And we we're all like I said, we're a third of the way through. Right. And, right. Well, after tomorrow's race, so there may it may come. Well, the thing is, but there it, certainly it, hasn't been any hint toward it. Well, the, the, that's the other what thing I have is, like, it was called Marble Rally last year too. That's was that, it now? Yeah, the name changes happened for the 2019 the se- name, okay. 20 season. And so it's just so they didn't do it then, but I kind of, kind of gave leeway. He's like, okay, well, this is the first year maybe they made the decision like after recording. <laughs> well, I've always given leeway, like, you like, know. <laughs> it's important. It is important to, I, at least for my opinion, in my, my opinion, it's important to always give the benefit of the doubt to people because you never know the full story. That's we're, true. We're, we're, That's we're true. just outsiders. So. Yeah, it's, it's, impor- it's nice to give the benefit yeah. of the doubt. Yeah, especially with the amount of work that goes into San Mobile Rally. Do not get me wrong. I guess we it can is, ask it is Mel incredible if we ever... that this exists. I said this last week too when yeah. I was complaining a little bit. It is incredible that this even exists. All I'm saying is we are five years into Sand Marble Rally or Marble Rally now. Five years now. I think there's time for a little bit of a revolution. I mean, they made Marble One. Mm-hmm. They're all about revolutions in marble sports. Yeah. So, so maybe a little bit of an improvement upon Marble Rally. Like I said, again, incredible that this even exists, but all I'm saying is five years in, maybe some sort of improvement. Uh, Bakshuma, yeah. any thoughts on that, or do you want to head off to the trivia? Um, I've got a few thoughts on that. I think this year, nice. I don't know how possible it would have been due to the current situation in the world right now. I think yeah, that's, un- that's understandable, yeah. This uh, the Sand Hills. I think that he's been filming up near where he lives and around his area, so that he so he can still film there. But I think the Netherlands have some restrictions on like where you can Likely. like how far from your home you can be um, without like a permit or something to do for like essential travel. So I think maybe I, I thought last year that we would get. Different sur- like different surfaces, but I think this year there's a couple of reasons why that can't happen. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's, that is a very fair point. Um, I think that if we don't see it this year, you're right. There are there are ample excuses, valid excuses why not. Uh, um, but I will stand by what I'm saying. We are five years in. A little bit something extra memorable would not hurt at all. 
Anyway, guys, with that being said, um, oh, I think we should head to yeah. the trivia. Dude, we're at 40 minutes in. Nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, we should head to the trivia. Uh, when we come back to the trivia, we might touch on this uh, for another second, but we're going to get into NASMARB. Um, I might uh, throw in some uh, thoughts on the Racing Marble League. But uh, with that being said, cue the trivia music, but it up, it up, it up, it up, whatever it sounds like. Uh, I don't know, but Kaysen does because he's our editor, so he's going to throw it in there, and we'll see you guys at the trivia. Now it's time for the trivia segment. Come on now, let's go, go, go. Go, go, go. All right, and we are at the trivia. What a transition. For me, it was half a second. For you guys, it was a whole uh, rendition of Waff's beautiful voice. Uh, thank you, Waff, for preparing that trivia segment music for us. It's always a pleasure. Um, and we are in the trivia. So, um, Waff, if your thought from before was quick, you can start us off with that, and then you can ask your question. Uh, I mean, and then we'll. we'll I was just going to say that, like, if Mel comes back on the show, we could ask him, like, what the name changes for. But, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, we will. So, we, if if we have the opportunity, we will we will ask him about this. Um, but you can ask your trivia then. Like, so um, I don't know what happened, but my phone is like won't t- turn on, so I can't access the trivia question on my phone. I got, so I'm a bit delayed here. Uh, what about Shima? What about you? What just happened? Okay, so my question is about the Marble Rally, um, the current season of the Marble Rally. Um, so my question here, I'll just go up on my phone, is who, what marble, it's a bit of an easier one, what marble is the lowest ranked in the current standings that has received a medal in this season? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I will, I will be good, and I will not switch over to the stats of the 2020. Um, so the lowest-ranked marble currently that has received a medal, I'm trying to remember. Um, uh, oh, that's a good question. Was it... Uh, um, I actually don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, my only... The only thing I remember is is that Quicksilver got second in the past race, and that's not like he's not usually the best racer. So I'll go Quicksilver for this one. Um, Waff, what about you? Uh, Quicksilver is a good uh, is Quicksilver is a good choice. Like I can't deny. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So. Um, I mean, if you want to just go with that, that's fine. Yeah, I, I can't. I have, I have other better guesses. All right. Well, Quicksilver it is. Bakshuma, what do we got? Um, I believe the correct answer to this question is Marbly McMarbleface. Really? Really? Well, let's take a look at that. Uh, Marbly McMarbleface is current. Yeah, bronze medal in the first race, and he's yep. 14th oh, yeah. overall. Um, the the next best answer would have been duct tape, and then Quicksilver. So ah. we were pretty far off. I just couldn't remember uh, the podiums from the from the first couple of races, I guess. So, um, yeah, that was a good question. Um, I think there was a little background noise for me for the last minute. So if that's in there, um, hopefully, I don't know if that if that will get cut out. But if it was, it's not cut out, um, sorry about that. Um, I'm not the only person in my home. Anyway, um, on to Waff's question. Go ahead. All right. So uh, I still have more of those ghost marble facts. The, uh, from... Oh, here we go with this again. Bakshuma, yes. I hope you're ready for this. All right. Okay, so the next one on the list. 
No, I'll go off the stats. So, should I, ba, ba, ba. remember, we know the facts from the last couple of weeks. They could help us. The last couple of weeks' facts, I think the first week was the Ghost Marble competed in 29 regular races and eight showdown races. Dang. The f- yeah. Good that memory, was the first dude. fact. Yeah. And then the second fact from the previous week, which is the, the I, I don't remember this one, was how many points he would have had. And I think it was like an average of six or an average of three or something. I don't remember that particular fact. So keep those facts in mind. I know it was around three or something. Was it around? What was it? Yeah, I guess for, for the sake of fairness, I'll remind you. So uh, like they, they've only finished like 13 races in Marble Rally and three in Showdown, and they have earned a total of 13 points in the Rally and two in Showdown. So those are the facts okay. that have happened so far. So finish 13 races um, and 13 points and two in Showdown. So there, there, guys, is your Marble, is your Ghost Marble knowledge as thus far. And we continue the story in week three with whatever question we're going to get thrown at right now. Go ahead. All right. So this next question is, what is the highest place the Ghost Marble has ever gotten? And I, if if, we're, if you want a little bonus points, I guess like I guess guess how many points that earned them. I, although like it should be obvious, I guess once which yeah, the, the points system is. Okay, that is a good. Question. Oh, oh, you know what? Extra, um, extra bonus, like so. How? Wait, wait, hold on. Never mind. I'm sorry. Never mind. It would be. It, this is not a bonus. I'll, this is. Like, it'll be like a, little, a nice little cheer on top to add afterwards. Never mind. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Waff. Um, <laughs> Uh, I would say best way to view this one, okay? We know that the Ghost Marble had only two points in all the showdown races that that he was in, so obviously it's not going to be in that one because two points is not that many. So he's probably going to be in a regular race. 13 points total that he's ever earned across every regular race that Ghost Marble has run in. Um, So likely his best points haul is going to be like a single digit number lower than eight. Um, I would probably say four or five, but I think my best guess is four. Or, ah, I'm going to go five. Now nah, I think four, I think four is my best guess. Boxima, what about you? Well, it depends on place. Like I think it would have been in 2019. I think that would have been like more likely the time. I'm just thinking that, but, um, where the point system was different because we had only 16 competitors, I think. I think that we only had 16 then. But I'm going to go that the highest points were five. So, right. so, so well, the, question, the question was what place they would have gotten. Oh. oh, we thought we went for yeah. points. Oh, then that would be fourth. Four points would be like freaking... 12th, I guess that would be. So I guess 12th for me and 11th for Bakshuma. Yeah, 11th. All right, so the correct answer is 11th, which earned them five wow. ghost points. nice. Good that, job, that, Bakshuma. What yeah. a guess. That was race three of 2017, and like in that race, they actually finished Ooh. ahead of 10 marbles, only two of which were DNF'd. So they, they, that's how wow. good they did that race. They had one really nice race. They one really nice race. Um <laughs> Good. That that's a great question. And uh, with the uh, now that like it's kind of like a trend, the Ghost Marble story will continue next week, hopefully. Oh for a while. yeah, there's there's still there's still like I think like four more I have. Dude, no, no, no. Now at this point, it has to be all twelve races. You got to have a Ghost Marble fact. So you you need to come up with that. You figure okay. it out. Okay. Yeah. Dwarf's like, oh no, but hey, I didn't you come, figure I, it out, buddy. I'll, I'll, I'll try my best. <laughs> at least at least get eight. How about this? At least get eight uh, questions, and then if I you can feel in the, I. Yeah. I might have to come up with I, I, these ones. I've been like, or the grace, 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 wet, the, 
graciously provided on the Reddit. So like, I, but, but so I might come up with my own for these la- the the like the last eight, the last four or whatever. I don't know. Which would be exciting. Well, I mean, um, I can anyway. run race three, so I just need to make five more. So I have yeah, four more, more so I need to come up with one of my own at least. <laughs> um, anyways, um, here we go to uh, my trivia for the week submitted by Akanon. He submitted an M&H Summer Games trivia first, and I said no, because you know what? I don't watch M&H, and that is a I don't fact. Have a, I don't yeah, think I, wa- to, I couldn't answer watch it. M&H. Bakshuma, do you watch M&H? Not really. I've watched it a couple times. But... And um, no matter what is said about M&H, as of right now, and as of the videos and thumbnails I've seen in the last few months, I think M&H is a lazy, um, uninspired channel right. that that banks off the current trends in 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 the world and on Twitter to to put into his marble races. It's not he's not the worst thing out there, but it's just kind of boring overall. So that's my thoughts on M&H. Um, I'm not going to change my thoughts just because other people like it, but I will respect other people's opinion on that so if you like it if you find it interesting that's fine i mean i i I find uh things interesting that people like how could you find that interesting so i totally get it but i will give my opinions on it and with that being said uh he also submitted an smr question and here is the question what marble this smr season is the only one to meddle twice i think i know this um but i'll let you guys guess first the marble that medals as middle twice i believe it's Go ghost plasma? No, wait, no, no, no. What am I saying? What am I saying? What am I saying? It's Super Bowl. All right, well, he's going with Super Bowl. Waxuma, what about you? I am almost a hundred percent sure that Ghost Plasma's got two bronze medals. So that's what I was thinking. I knew it was like Ghost Plasma or Dragon. Am I gonna? Knight, which act, two did, I just, did I just shoot myself in the foot by not going? All right, well, you're going Super Bowl. I was gonna go Dragon's Egg or Ghost Plasma, but Bakshim is pretty, uh, pretty uh, confident. All right, we'll see what Ghost happens. As well, it is two. I knew it was two bronzes, though. The answer is Ghost Plasma, and it's right. It is with two bronzes. He's third uh, place overall. Uh, Super Bowl has one gold, dang it. and uh, not much else to talk about. Um, so not bad, not great. So anyway, that is the trivia segment. So we're going to head back to the regular show and give you 10 minutes of NASMARB and get you out of here. So play the music, Mr. Kaysen. That was the trivia segment. Now let's head back to the show, show, show. The show, oh! All right, the music has played. We are back. Um, and what uh, what are we doing? We're talking marbles. So... Uh, do you want to start us off and bring us in, uh, pre, you know, just give us the whole story about NASMAR Race 4 this week? I did not um, watch it that much because my my car, Quillo, did not qualify, and that kind of takes the excitement, the sum of the excitement out of watching the 30-minute video. Uh, yeah, but, so... But uh, um, I will say um, it, w- it, was, it was definitely, we were talking last week, how crazy and dangerous a track it was and how it was going to affect these cars. So why don't you start us off? Um, and while you do, I'll show some footage uh, yeah, here in the... All right. Well, it was definitely easily the most chaotic and dangerous track yet. Like, the most DNFs. Several cars exploding left and right. It's ridiculous. And my car also didn't do... Uh, they, they didn't make it past the first heat. So uh, I also felt the uh, the sadness of not having my main, my main marble to root for. Fortunately, though, Pines Cones... Uh, was being represented this race, so I had them to root for. They were, and they were racing for streamer, and like, 
that final like that final race was absolutely incredible like it was even better than the last one because like like just like last time it ended up being a three a three all race for the fight like for the victory like it was tied up all the way because like what made it even crazier though is like so mozilla won three races back to back in the finals and like okay well it's over now but then like then uh then uh it was not streamer not streamer it was a who was the other racer besides streamer in mozilla it was confetti i think confetti thank you thank you bakshuma yes so uh confetti they they started making a comeback they um they managed to get three races streamer had one at that point and so now it's like okay it's a, a battle between streamer and uh confetti but then or sorry um confetti and mozilla but then somehow streamer out of nowhere also gets two more victories ties it all up and then like at the very end just kind of, streamer manages to win it all despite like which is just insane like because they were in the very back of the pack or i guess for in terms of points for the entire finals and then they managed to win it all and it's like it's it was crazy like that that managed to get me back into the race thankfully because like i'm i'm like if i if without that i don't know if i would have enjoyed the race as much like i really needed that pick me up Interesting, interesting, and I will say this: I've just been hopping through the footage here on the channel. Oh, we have our little advertising. Got <laughs> the timer. Um, it it, it got uh, hopping through the footage, and I will say this: I have, I did not in hopping through the footage here. If for the people who are watching on the YouTube, the podcast, I have not seen one race yet where at least one car didn't either flip itself over, flip off the track, or turn itself around by the end of the track. And, and most of the time, actually many of the races, you had some crazy um, acrobatic flips. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, luckily the way the track is angled, the cars would flip over like three different times and then end back up on the track and, and, and finish or at least be upside down on the track. But um, this track was crazy. And here's what I'm going to say about this track. Um, because, I mean, you can talk about the performances of the cars a little bit. And I think that there are some clear... Uh, um, uh, uh, better performers like Streamer has been really good of late um, and, and uh, M- Mozilla you saw him in the, in the end of this race and you saw him in the end of race one so I mean you you, um, you you do have clear good performers and you can discuss that um, but remember this is the first season so we don't really know much history on these racers yet so we can't make many judgments but Aside I can from make the, judgments uh, the M Games um, competitors I guess, I guess they yeah they slipped in here but I can make judgments on the um on the track and i'm gonna say this this is the limit in my opinion about how crazy the track can get without making this boring yeah uh, if it if it gets more crazy than this if if there are if there are more cars falling off the track turning around not finishing than this video right here then it's going to pass over that line and become really boring to watch. Because right now, this was exciting to watch because it was happening, but there was still a, enough finishing that I was like, okay, it's just crazy. But man, if, if, if it's too crazy, then it's just going to get boring because then it's going to be a lot of reruns, a lot of cars not finishing, a lot of cars crawling to the finish line, and it just will not be um, that exciting. So I think the track, uh, should be tamed down after this one, especially after this one for at least a race. Um, uh, but should not get more crazy than this. And there should be a couple more tame ones that really focus on the cars and, uh, raw skill and speed. 
um, instead of their acrobatic uh, uh, abilities. So, I mean, yeah. I love the track. Um, I loved the week this week. If you want to take a look at stats on the day, um, you had uh, are these the overalls or are these the um, that's the that's, that's the overalls. There, there's the race. okay. These overalls. So we had uh, so streamer came across with the win. So again, another good performance for him. Mozilla again, another good performance. Prime has been suffering of late, back in eighth. Um, we saw him do well earlier. Spitzer, oh, he's a good racer. Yeah. He's not doing well in this particular one. Oak did well and, again, which is really um, nice to see. Yeah, Oak has been up and down. I think we have to wait and see. So I mean, a lot of a lot of back and forth. Um, definitely, still a couple of cars up there at the top, and and the overall standings you can take a look at. at. Apparently, Drizel and Streamer are now a lock for playoffs. Quillo, unfortunately for me, has dropped down for ninth, which is not good. Um, and Prime's a lock for playoffs as well. Uh, um, so I'm not happy about that, but, uh, a lot of room left to race. So, um, any, any more uh, niche comments that you are, uh, or, um, uh, uh, Baxuma would like to make on the races, please say them now. I was, I was going to say bring my face cam up first of all, but like, uh, the other thing is like, I, I, I do, uh, like at first, like when I, so the voting for the, uh, playoff, uh, tracks is, came out uh, after this race. Cause like these four tracks are the ones that are going to be, that are being choose, chosen from. Cause it's, there's only four tracks. And, um, initially I voted for the fourth track cause I thought, Oh, this is gonna be so crazy. And allow, allow for a lot of uh, fun racing. But then I remember like my favorite races from other channels, like 3d bot maker were not the ones where the cars were crashing a lot, but when they were really close neck and neck racing and track four does Agreed. not d- allow for that. Like, cause like, a lot oftentimes a marble, the cars will just go flying off the track so i think so i actually changed my vote for some like vote like tracks one and i believe two two is very simple but like like it, 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 it i like it, why i like three i yeah. do like three three in my opinion was a perfect balance of allowing oh, yeah. cars to race yeah, but also adding that i, th- I think it was was it one aspect. and three i can't remember which one i said i think i said one and three were my, my were my final vote was it one or two or one or three but like i think like, those are the ones that had the most uniqueness in terms of design but we're not but also allowed for more close racing so like i th- i do i while i appreciate the chaoticness of this event, this race it doesn't it's less of a it's not less of a like oh, who's gonna beat who and like who's gonna survive it's more like who's gonna survive <laughs> yeah yeah and that's what i'm saying and i think a little bit of that is good that's why i loved race three i did because there was that a lot of that is a car going to even finish? But yeah. it was more controlled, and a lot more cars actually finished from that. It was it was more, um, it was more sporadic or not sparing sparingly. Did cars actually um, fall off the track and not finish? Um, and I think that's a better example of an extreme track that's not too extreme. This one to me is a little bit over, a little bit overkill. Like I said, it was it, it's a very least it's at the limit, um, and honestly. Um, I like neck and neck racing. I think that's the most exciting part of racing. That's why five, five meter sprint in the marble league will never leave. Even though it's just a simple ramp, five meter sprint will never leave the marble league because neck and neck racing, no matter how simple is exciting. And I think if Hershey takes advantage of that in the, um, in, in the rest of the season or in a new season and gets, and gets a couple of more straight tracks, then you're going to start to see, um, you're going to start to really, uh, enjoy that tension in in the races i mean there's there's a bunch these other three tracks look great in my opinion yeah but um yeah just as long as he can balance the extreme part um of the uh, he's even going to finish with the actual um the focus on um uh you know 
the neck and neck racing and speed and the raw skill from the cars, I think he's going to be fine. So that's my thought on the track overall. Yeah. I mean, at least the name was fitting. It was both called the Misfortune 400 for the race and the track yeah. was called the, May- the Mayhem Super Speedway. Like th- those two names were just super fitting for this. Yeah, a lot of misfortune, uh, definitely. Um, Bakshima, what are your thoughts on the track? Yeah, I think the track's a bit too chaotic. I think um, it comes can sometimes get a bit get a bit boring, other than our small braces, because they're so yeah they're so chaotic. Lots of cars crashing, which some people might think would be a good reason for you to watch it, but sometimes it just sort of it's not got the whole neck and neck racing. It's just around the turn and on the final straight, you barely see any overtakes. I think we really saw yeah. a couple in that last video. But yeah, not much, not much overtaking sort of makes it a bit more boring. And the videos yeah. are really long, so you have to try and keep the audience watching. That's fair. That's very yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, the length of the videos bothers me. I think that he should uh, reduce the, um, the or reformat it so that the videos are 20 minutes. Um, I think he could do that because he kind of drags on the best out of threes, best out of fives and all that. Um, and then I, I don't know why he does that. Um, I think, I mean, I'm not, I'm not knocking the thing. I think this is incredible. Just like I think San Marble Rally is incredible. The fact that it even exists is incredible. The execution is incredible. But if we want to get picky and I will get picky here, especially towards the end of, of, of a podcast episode, I will say it should be reformatted to be 20 minutes on the event, I will say, like for Sam Rally, that it should that there should be more flavor in the tracks. These are these are changes. These are constructive criticisms, and it's good to put these out there. Mm-hmm. They're not criticisms. That I don't say these like, oh, I hate this, and it should do this. No, I'm saying I love this. I love that this exists. I love watching this when my car is not just uh, when my car is qualified. Um, but I see these potential changes that would increase um, entertainment value and just overall appeal. And I'm going to say them because, you know, maybe maybe they'll hear them and, and, and apply them and maybe other people hear them and agree or disagree. And, and just getting people talking, getting people thinking, that's how we're going to make marble sports more effective and just overall a better experience when we get these ideas out there. Um, so in, in any way, um, in any event, that is that is my thoughts on that. So, um, if we are uh, we are reached an hour and two here um, on the time thing, so I think we're gonna wrap up for today. Bakshuma, thank you for coming on. You you were very good guests, very insightful uh, comments, Marvel sports wise. So I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, it's great to have you, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Any last words for the uh, the audience out there? Not really. <laughs> yeah, putting you on the spot that there because. It's not easy, you know, but uh, yeah, again, thank you for uh, coming on. It's been a pleasure. Uh, definitely. We'll have to get you back on sometime in the future. Um, maybe, maybe in the, during the Marbula, Marbula two, se- Marbula one, season two. Season yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, we'll have to take us out for the night. All right. Roll on marble sports fans. Mm-hmm.